Guys. I put my earbud in too far. Is it tickling your brain? I feel like you're talking to my thoughts. <laughs> Hi, Zoe. Hi, Mike. Happy National Women's Time. Happening. 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 Happening now. Yes. Um, so happy that um, you're joining me today. Thank you. And, uh, our podcast yes and it's so nice of you to show up when you show up because it's not our podcast unless you show up right and i think that's kind of uh everyone would think that across the board Mm -hmm. and i'm so excited to talk to you this morning because things are returning a little bit back to normal aren't they they're getting there slowly but surely um one of the biggest uh uh i guess effects of that as it pertains to our household, is that we're back to having opposite times. Completely opposite times. So we had a year quarantine. Yes. And uh, where we saw each other more than ever. we ever have ever. Ever. And uh, and I got used to it because it happened for a year. Yes. And now we're kind of back and now your ship's in the passing in the wind yep. and we have to wait till the next pandemic to be together again but what holds true week after week is that we have this goddamn show that's true for years yes so this show is at least an hour where we get to sit down and be together and really be present without the cameras without the microphones without anything and we get to sit here at this table that we always sit at Mm -hmm. not just when we're filming something right and we get to talk out our problems so this is where we bring our biggest deepest darkest problems Mm -hmm. and we hash them out because we don't have any other time to do that right so what's your what's your beef this week i wasn't gonna go first i didn't want to go first well i don't have a beef with you i haven't even seen you i have a beef but it's not with you okay tell me your beef i saw a guy put his dog's poop into our recycling bin. Mm-hmm. And I said, did you put that in the recycling bin? And this is why our neighbors don't like us, I think. <laughs> I said, did you put that in the recycling bin? And he goes, yeah. And I said, "Do you are you familiar with how recycling works? And it's like, Phew. and then we stopped talking. How dare you And now me. I'm worried that next time I get like a disposable coffee cup, it's going to be like, Two percent coffee. Poop. Ah, uh, coffee. Caca. Coffee. Yeah, and that was my opening monologue. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our podcast. I'd like to give uh, all the ladies uh, a shout out one time to all my strong, independent, beautiful ladies in my life. Mm. I love you. Yes, you guys are doing a great job. You're yes. fucking killing it. That's it. Yeah, okay. Happy International Women's Day. Uh, Zoe, I mm-hmm. like you because you keep it terse. That's it. We got to get you a shirt that says keep it terse instead terse. of keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Conversations in the right gym, the keep it terse. Yeah. Keep it terse, keep it right. Get it right. Get it right, remain right, and terse. Thank you for being here, Zoe. Thank you. How are you feeling today? Um, I feel good. I feel a bit tired. Yeah. Uh, still helping Jamie move and all of that stuff. So yeah. Speaking uh, of being strong women, mm -hmm. you're moving. Mm -hmm. 
with your friend. Yes. And you both work out every day, so you can handle it. Pianos <laughs> up and downstairs and what have you. Fuck, dude. But you're doing a great job, and you're Thank helping you. your friend. Thank you. You're doing a great service to your business partner. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes being helped move. Yeah. I just opened up an OnlyFriends where for $100,000 a month, I'll help you move. And for $15 a month, I'll text you back. And <laughs> that's kind of what's going on on this side of the table. Yeah. Dude, did you... Uh, I put on Twitter, uh-huh. turned on Twitter. You turned it on. Uh, this morning. On the TV. And I saw that Burger King tried to do a thing. Did you see anything about this? You've been kind of busy this yeah. morning. Burger King made a tweet. <laughs> That said, women belong in the kitchen. Oh, my God. And you understand, like, because it's National Women's Day, you understand what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. You understand that a thought is in there Mm -hmm. that this might be helpful, right? But there's also another kind of more, I think, my opinion, Kind of like what makes marketing sinister is that you know seeing that, regardless of what the intention is, is going to stir up shit. Oh, 100%. So what you're banking on is what's happening, which is everybody on Twitter now has something to say. We're talking about it on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just want to remind you that if you own a restaurant or a restaurant chain, another good way to get your restaurant chain talked about is to make good food. So you can go ahead and try that and you don't have to be, you don't have to hire a comedian necessarily to run your Twitter and uh, you could just have, um, you know, what, not those fries that you have, but <laughs> uh, do you feel any way about that? Well, I almost I, didn't want to give it any attention cause you know, I just wanted to recognize you know what it was and say yeah. it out loud. Yeah. Uh, did is, you feel empowered is Burger, by that? <laughs> is Burger King trying to get canceled? I don't know. It does seem like some... I mean, the name of the game, mm-hmm. if you're in that marketing position, mm-hmm. is like, what do I... I'll use my brain to tweet what gets the absolute most response. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's just, where it ends. Yeah. Uh, I think that Burger King fucked up if they're trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Leave comedy to the comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it is a comedian. I think a lot of... Maybe it's a bad comedian. That's also very possible. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to know what a comedian gets paid yeah. to do that yeah, yeah, for yeah. them. I'm a halfway decent comedian, and I would like to get paid more money than I have. Mm-hmm. I'd like to double the amount of money to not get your place canceled. Thank you. I would write... If I was the Twitter person on for Burger King, I'd be like, happy international women's day. Better fries are coming. (laughs) My grandma's going to make better fries in the kitchen. for Yeah. Yeah. Crinkle cut fries are back. Happy national women's day. That would have been my tweet. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Oh, Burger King. You don't give a shit about Twitter. Would that have affected you anyway? No, honestly, I don't, it doesn't even affect me right now. It just sounds like some dumbass didn't really get it. Yeah. And uh, doesn't get it. Is it that they don't, is it, that's what I'm having a hard time. This is like a chicken and the egg type situation. I'm having a hard time figuring out if they exactly get it because they knew it was like vaguely positive, but mostly controversial mm-hmm. my favorite tessa violet song <laughs> and 
uh, if they nailed it exactly because it's getting talked about so much, or if they don't have the self-awareness to know that that would have had any blowback. Do you think there's any world where whoever comes up with that tweet is like exactly this, this will only do good for us. There's no controversy coming. Or do you think they have like a balance? They know what they're getting into type thing. I mean, I think that there's some type of balance there that they do know what they're about to get into. Mm-hmm. And they probably have a rebuttal. Yeah. They already like, yeah, they the already have folder. like, you know, they know what they're doing. It's like saved in their draft folder. Yeah. If that's a thing. What if they accidentally, uh, <clears throat> they accidentally let out like two or three of them. At one, they didn't schedule them and they did the first one and then they're like okay so what we meant by this right. was like interesting they have to instantly. like backpedal yeah um you know what would be even funnier though is if their comedian or whoever their ghostwriter is if you will yeah is a woman <laughs> yeah yeah which is also very possible yeah I, I have so many questions and i do think the whole marketing in general is very interesting uh-huh. And it's all like a mind game because you're just trying to trick people into doing what you would like them to do with your, their money. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, it's just people make such interesting choices. Yeah. I was uh, I was talking to uh, one of our neighbors the other night. And she she's single. And she's uh, a bit older. She's not old by any means. But she's probably like... Mid forties, but she's know? out there, and she's single. She's got a son. She's got a thirteen-year-old son, thirteen, fourteen-year-old son. And we were talking, and I was like, "Are you, are you like, are you dating? You know, like, what, what do you, what do you've got going on?" And she's like, "No, I'm not dating. You know, friends with benefits. You know, whatever." And oh, I was yeah. like, "Get it, girl. Yeah, yeah. Get cool. it. Keep it terse. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah, terse." Uh, and uh, She's like, if I ever date someone and like actually bring someone, she's like, cause I don't bring anybody into the house for my son. She's like, no one's ever woken up in my bed and my son's been home. No yeah. one's ever, you know, she's like, I don't do that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's great. You know, like that's good parenting right there. You know, I mean, you don't get it introduce- for yourself, but also don't give yeah. your kid weird memories. Right. So she's, yeah, she she's, has a, the she's a good lady, very thoughtful lady. And, uh, she goes, I will tell you one thing. She was like, I will not cook. For anyone else other than my son. Hell yeah, man. She goes, so if I'm ever dating somebody seriously, they he better know how to cook. <laughs> and I was like, fucking right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if she's got a rebuttal tweet to, to Burger King. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Hey, it's Burger, Burger King. King. Why don't you get your fat ass in the yeah. kitchen? <laughs> King. <laughs> hey, King Day Burgers. Make actually, them better. Burger King wasn't fat. He had a plastic head and he looked like he was actually in pretty good shape because he carried around all those uh, clothes. Crown. <laughs> those crowns that he wore. He had that giant head. Mm-hmm. I bet you anything the guy who played Burger King was ripped. Or it was a lady, like the um, the bearded lady. No, uh, the Six Flags guy. <laughs> oh, wasn't the Six Flags old the, man the a woman? Vanga- oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Vanga bus guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was a fun time that to was be alive. A fun time. We had good commercials. We did have good commercials, dude. Speaking of like how things were then and how things mm. were now, I do feel like well. We were interested, more interested in commercials because they were like targeted directly to us. Mm -hmm. But, um, there's this whole, I guess, 
I don't know how big it is or how much of a thing it is, but there's kind of this like hashtag war happening between people having a midlife crisis, millennials having a midlife crisis and Gen Z people. Uh And I think if there were ever two generations of people who didn't need to be at odds with each other more, it's millennials and Gen Z. Uh-huh. Because I don't think, first of all, like I said, I said this on Twitter, but most millennials don't even know that they're millennials mm-hmm. and we're all just trying to figure out a way to buy a house. And, uh, and we don't have that and we don't really have a leg up on that generation anyway. Uh-huh. So it does kind of seem like we should be working together and they should teach us more interesting dances and then we could all make money on TikTok. And then we we all have houses, or we live together. A lot of us. Going back to the commercials, though, we were cracking up because feed the chickens. Somebody um, sent us. One of my friends sent us like a. Do you remember this commercial? What and was I'm it? trying to find it, and it was like was it honeycombs. No, it was, remember when you had to have like long distance calling on your, on your phone? Yes. Or yeah, for your house phone back in like late nineties. That's why being in a long distance relationship was such a big commitment back in the day because it costs more. Right. And it was like, oh my God, I can't find it right now. And I'm going to be so upset. Hit me in the pager one, four, three. Yeah. It was like. Long distance calling to um, upstate New York. No, to like Puerto Rico and 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 okay. you know, and it was like this whole like everyone was on a beach. Everyone <laughs> had drinks in their hand and na na na, eight seven seven, whatever. Like they uh-huh. they like would sing the the uh, the yeah. the, the they the have number. to make it catchy to get it stuck in your head. So next time you want to make a long distance call, you remember the jingle. Yeah. It was essentially like a, like a old Navy commercial, but advertising a number where you can call long distance. Optimum triple play. Fuck yeah. I found it. She's happy. It's triple play. First of all, kind of slaps. Yeah. Second of all, do you remember anyone being at like a payphone and being like, yeah, <laughs> trying to remember? Eight seven seven five four three four, whatever it was. Four four four. That's the part that gets you. Yeah. Um, I remember the one eight hundred call collect, mm-hmm. and they were great commercials. Yeah. They were like really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if maybe some of those comedians are still around to, to tweet for companies mm-hmm. because they would be like, uh, remember we, Bob, we ought to baby eats a boy. There was a dude who wanted to make a collect call from the mm-hmm. hospital because his wife was giving birth, oh, but yeah. he didn't want to, he knew that his parents wouldn't accept the charges. Mm-hmm. So it used to be, you call this number, you leave a very brief message to tell the person on the other end who it is. Yeah. So, uh, you would get a call and it would be automated and it would say, you have a collect call from Mike. It's, it's Mike. Pick up the phone. Zoe, I miss you. I'm in jail or whatever. Yeah. 
and then you would accept the charges and then we would be able to talk. Yeah. But the commercial was guys in the hospital with his wife having a baby. He calls his parents. He knows they're too cheap to accept the whatever. So when his parents get the automated call, it says you have a collect call from Bob. We auto baby eats a boy. <laughs> and, uh, and that was a banging ass commercial yeah. from our childhood. I remember I would I would call the house too and be like I'm fine I'm out I'll be a little bit late and in that the was message yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to my mom nice yeah that's fun we had to like uh, I don't know hanging out and going out without cell phones was it's just different it's so different I think not to make it a, a feedback into the war you know and I know that you guys have fun but I hope that. Young, I know they do because every this isn't an age thing. This is just a human um, interaction thing. But I hope that there are long periods of time when you're with your best friends where you don't look at your phones at all yeah. and you just get lost in the night. Yeah. But it's so easy to like be hanging out like at a diner or something and you just check your shit and then you're out of like the conversation. Not that all your conversations are funny or interesting, right. but we were just like locked in at all times. Yeah. And that was fun. I think that, you know, I feel like we still have a lot of that where a lot of, I see it all the time just doing what I do, right? And, you know, clients will be talking and then all of a sudden they'll stop talking, right? And they're on their phone. Yeah. And I don't say anything, you know, I'm like, well, whatever, you know, but they're in the middle of a conversation and then they're on their phone, you know, scrolling or doing whatever, answering like a text message. And then they completely forget about what they're talking about. And Which then is you a have bummer. To like, yeah. And then you, then I have to like bring them back in. Yeah. But it happens. It happens all the time now. Everyone has to do these yeah. fucking backwards gymnastics to yeah. get back where they're at. I always feel bad like when I'm home without you and I'm like seeing, you know, it, whether it's family or whatever. I don't, I don't like pick up my phone. If I'm like with Mary or... You know, Jackie or even Teresa, when I go visit Teresa. Yeah. Like. And then when we do it to each other. Yeah. At home. Yeah. It gets violent. Yeah. And we just, if if one of us is trying to pay attention to the other one and uh, that person is on their phone, mm-hmm. we'll just straight up like smack, smack the shit out, out of their hands onto the floor. Yeah. <laughs> no respect. No. But it is kind of, I don't know, man. It's like we're making our brains work overtime to mm-hmm. have every conversation. Yeah. That's okay. Miss out on conversations or have them happen when they're supposed to happen. Yeah. One of the things I'll be positive, dude, Wheezy, Craig, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted at the very beginning of the month that he's not going to tweet anything negative. And I've been doing, I piggybacked on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, this is just personal, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's Capital. so hard when yeah. you have, oh well, yeah, because I think it's a nice thing to do. And I think it's something that I wouldn't have done without a push. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have kept it at the forefront of my mind, mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I'm missing out on a lot of good opportunities to make funny to, jokes. I think to get get to get got. Yes, but one of the positive things I'll say about having a phone all the time is that if I don't have a notebook or a pen or whatever, which is two things that you need mm-hmm. that you might not normally have, um, as far as getting ideas down, mm-hmm. I'm able to, even if it's bad, I could always put it down. And yeah. go look later and either make it good or be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Right. You know? Yeah. So. But if good you things do, and bad if you things. don't it Turns have... out there are good things and bad things for tech when technology comes out. Right. 
But if you don't have a pen and piece of paper, you can go to dftba.com mm-hmm. slash Mike Falzone yeah. and get some notebooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a notebook pack. There's three of them. It comes yeah. with a pen in case you don't have a pen either. Mm-hmm. We still got coffee too if you want. Yes, I dude. Think. Yeah. I can't wait. Great response to um, the news of us teaming up with the Coffee Roaster mm-hmm. in Sherman Oaks, mm-hmm. California and getting our absolute favorite flavor of coffee to you yes we just picked up two bags been drinking it for uh, a week and a half yeah jamie was annoyed with me that i didn't bring any well we don't have to the any. studio yeah <laughs> oh you mean like our yeah we should get her a bag or yeah get them i told bags. her i would they drink a lot of coffee mm-hmm. and you guys have the same machine at, at your work, shit that we yeah. do here. um everyone should have it yeah because pretty- if on the off chance that our tastes are the same as anybody else. Mm-hmm. That low acidity, that ooh yeah coffee flavor. You put a little bit of creme de la creme in it and all of a sudden it's like a blanket for your tongue. It's like tucking your tongue into a blanket. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I have something kind of funny. It's totally off subject. Okay, that's weird. Um, so Mike was in the bathroom this morning okay. and he was well trimming his beard. All right. And if you leave me alone in the bathroom and we have a conversation about trimming my beard, mm-hmm. I'm going to trim my beard. That's great. Okay. I mean, you look great. You really look great. I cut Mike's hair the, uh, last week. It looks, yes. it looks really good. Okay. If I must say so myself. Uh, like when you give, when you get your dog back from the trainer mm-hmm. after months mm-hmm. or not trainer, the tr- fucking person just, that cuts the dog's hair. I'm just completely obsessed with you. And I think that you're the most handsome thing in the world. So, well, we'll thirsty. Okay. Uh, but I was cracking up. Mike has a joke about rings, right? Yes. And he was washing his hands after he was done. Can you just do this for me? And literally that's all you hear is the <laughs> rings just like hitting each other. What does that sound like? Sounds Imagine like I'm putting like away the dishes. Little, little bit like wet too. With soap. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but he's like, you know, he's like getting in there, you know? Yeah. Who's coming off the ladder in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> that was your Excuse thing? Me. Do you have yeah, any feedback? Was, uh, I just found it funny. Uh, you like it or you wish that maybe? No, I like happen. it. I like it. I don't, I don't mind it at all. I think it's funny and it's, it's, uh, it made me think about your joke. Yes. And you I, think I should squeeze I that like, in there somewhere? I mean, you could. It would. It would slap. Yeah. <laughs> it would slap. That Joe Clinks player. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Who writes your stuff? <laughs> dude, we had a neighbor. Did I already talk I think, about I that? I think you did last week. <laughs> Somebody asked Mike. Uh, one of the neighbors across the street asked Mike. Uh, so who writes your stuff? She felt so bad about yeah. that. I thought it was funny though. She got got twice. No, I'm happy to have that <laughs> conversation. She didn't get got. Somebody got caught <clears throat> yesterday. We don't have to talk about that either. Why? Who got caught? No, the open at the open mic. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that happened. I've been yesterday. going to open mics, player. And if you're an aspiring comedian and you're going to open mic, just chill. Mm-hmm. Just be there and be happy that you're there, and know that that so many good times could be had. So many. Know that. This is the the Mike Falzone school of thought of whatever stand-up comedy. Cool guy. So this isn't necessarily the right way to go. Cool. I guy know I stumbled comedy. over that word. 
Okay. You don't have to bring it up. Um, but you don't, I remember going to open mics, mm-hmm. especially in New York mm-hmm. and being just very like shaky, nervous. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, first of all, figuring out even now, 11 years later or whatever, 12 fucking 13 years later, it's still disheartening to know that something that you thought was funny isn't funny. It happens less when you go through 12 years of Mm -hmm. that being shoved in your face all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. But I wish, and I know people have different levels of uh, competitiveness or whatever, but I no one else is your competition. And I feel like if I had that mindset earlier, I would have been less nervous. Mm. No one gives a fuck about you. Even if you go up there and you're, you don't say anything funny, no one's going to hate you for it. Right. You know, it's a hard realization to come to for yourself. If you say something that you're like, I'm going to write this down because this will get a laugh for sure. And it gets nothing. That's like a, it's demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And it's an ego check, mm-hmm. but you need it. And yeah. then you tweak stuff and then you get better and you have that feeling. Hopefully Less and less and less. Right. But as far as like the guy or girl sitting next to me is I got to be better than this. I got to be better than that. You just have to be better than you were the previous time you did it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's a lot of like um, the open mic, like chip on your shoulder type sh- thing that I thought might go away a little bit because of a year of not being able to do it. I, th- I thought people would kind of relax more. And be like, uh, I'm just happy to be out here doing it. Especially when you're outside in a park in Southern California and it's all nice and shit. I thought there would be more like, look at us outside. (laughs) You hear birds. Right. But there's a lot of like, and I get it because I was in the same exact position. I fucking was scared of everyone and I hated everyone until you figure out how to do it. And so I, I get it. I just wish if I could give any, um, advice to myself it would have been that you know no one gives a fuck about you and um you don't have to have so much of this competitive whatever yeah like chill the fuck out bro yeah or if that works for you do that if you like being i guess uppity is the horniest way to put it horniest but just be happy you're doing a happy thing make sure it (laughs) makes you happy dude (laughs) but you got? I'm just glad <clears throat> that is back. Why? Why Who was that? Marge Simpson <laughs> on the mic. Hey, Marge. Thank you so much for being here. What's it like having a baby that never was not a baby? Hey, Mike. I can't. I'm, <laughs> no. Would that be weird for you if you had a baby and then it was just a baby for 30 years? That would be so weird. Did I tell you about my dream that I had that I had a baby and it was like a one-year-old? You birthed a I one-year-old? Birth, yeah. But like then Velcro it was like shoes a, on and shit? Yeah, basically. Tight. And then it ended up not being mine, but I was still like in the hospital and they were like, oh, somebody took your baby, but he's coming back with him. Like right they mixed now. it up? Like yeah. there was just a baby in the yeah, gift shop or mi- something? Yeah. Like a one-year-old? Up, yeah. They mixed up my baby. We took the baby out of your vaginal yeah. canal. <laughs> And we accidentally mixed it up with a kid who was with his uncle in the gift shop getting something for his mom. Yeah, it was so, it was such a weird, weird dream. I don't know why we took the kid in the gift shop. 
he it was like some guy was coming to adopt a kid they gave him my kid instead yeah and then gave me the one-year-old and one-year-old had like teeth and shit and i was like what the fuck is this get the fuck out of here yeah. with your teeth i was like where's my child and they were like uh my child when i checked had no teeth right okay born just shiny gums yes screaming shiny gums mm-hmm. speaking of screaming shiny gums we're thinking about getting a dog yes and we're open to suggestion but fucking keep it brief you know? keep your suggestions to yourself we're open to suggestions but Don't. keep it terse and get it right <laughs> <laughs> like anything else man big life decision big long uh important impactful life decision Uh you don't want somebody talking at you about it right it's like when i used to joke around whenever i joke around on stage Uh about anything that has to do with kids right i get somebody coming up to me another comedian or an audience member let me tell you what you have to do and this is what you have to do and i'm like get your life out of my life yeah just so you know when you have a baby you have to change the diaper like this i know you don't think you have enough money but this it, is what you gotta do. Oh, are you living my life? Yeah, kids come with their own money. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that along with the placenta, if you cut open the placenta, there's fifty thousand dollars in there, cash. Did you know that babies are born with bread in their mouth? <laughs> and I get it, and I appreciate everybody else's life experience, but you're not living my life, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we want a dog. And if you hit thumbs up, if you like that, then that's where we'll end. (laughs) Somebody was asking me what breed we want. And I kind of just know that I don't want a corgi. And that's kind of where it ends. Yeah. Is every corgi I know, even if they're fine overall and very cute. Oh, so so cute. cute. But we know from living in LA, you could be cute as fuck and still be a little bitch. Yeah. You a bitch. So no one wants that. No. I want a chill dog that will hang out with us and suggest something to watch on Netflix and not chew up shit. Mm -hmm. It will be well-trained. Yes. We will train it. Yes. Get off the couch. That's just a small example. If you want to send your dog to the Falzone Academy, (laughs) get off the couch. Falzone day training. That's what we do for everything. Like if the dog, if your problem is the dog is peeing in the house, mm-hmm. like, hey. Stop peeing in the house, man. Get off the couch in the house <laughs> and take your pee on, out of there. Yeah. Onto the grass outside. Come on, dude. Take your piss out of the house. Get a job. Get off the couch. And uh, yeah. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how it will interact mm-hmm. with uh, with all the drama that how the all the D, the double D, the dog drama in the neighborhood. My God, I know. There's so many bad dogs in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ones, too. Yeah. A lot of chill dogs. Yeah. A lot of chill dogs that want to hang out, but their owners don't want you to hang out with them because they think that you have uh, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So they won't let you. Especially that dogs. one time that I coughed in that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you opened that dog's mouth, that Sharpay's mouth, and you coughed into it? <laughs> He said, take this, Sharpay. Get off the couch. Get off my couch. <laughs> like, we're outside, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Why'd you do that to that dog? He deserved it. But uh, we're having a good time in our search for a dog. Mm-hmm. And then when we get it, we're, we're going to love it regardless, even if it's a little piece of shit. It's our piece of shit. Yeah. 
and uh, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah. One of the things we do in this uh, show that we have mm-hmm. is we like to talk to the audience all the time in the form of answering your questions. If you have questions for us, there's basically six ways to get them through. And we're going to tell you about those six ways right now. Tell me. At Welcome Pod uh-huh. is our Twitter. Twitter, you remember from the place where they tell women that they belong in the kitchen right, right. at Burger King. Because that's, that's where they belong. That's Twitter. Our marketing person. I'm so glad that we got back to that on National Wednesday. <laughs> I just like to, you know I like to fill this bitch with callbacks. And uh, so you could hit us up on Twitter mm-hmm. and ask us questions at WelcomePod. Mm-hmm. We have a very long Instagram name that is at welcome underscore two underscore our underscore mm-hmm. podcast. You could hit us up in the DMs of there. Dems. Dems. Or you can, uh, if you're part of the Patreon, you get to be any, any every Andrew energy member of the Patreon gets to, um, I'm going to be made fun of very badly uh-huh. by our friends for how many things I mispronounced. Yes. This time. And I'll take it because everyone gets caught. So if you're part of our Patreon, you have full access to anything on the Discord. Yes. You get full access to uh, the entire show. Um, video episodes video, of the show. Thank you. Full um, video episodes. Some people have been asking in the comment section of uh, the clips that we've been putting online. The Discord, where you can also ask questions on uh, the WTOP app Yeah, uh, made by... Jesse Stillwell. Built from the ground up by Jesse Stillwell. Yes. Jesse the Foundation Stillwell. Mm-hmm. Worst and best wrestling name ever. Mm-hmm. You can ask us questions uh, on the Patreon page. That's another way. Yes. So we got what? Three, four? Yes. I was trying to think of six and I can't. You could, if you see us on the street, you could ask us a question and we won't answer you right away, but we'll take it back to the podcast after we've thought about it. You can email it to, uh, welcome to the podcast mm-hmm. at Gmail. Probably won't see that one though, so I apologize. <laughs> but it is a place. But where it you is can a place, that. so that's five. Yeah. What else? Um, if we have any mutual friends, you could tell them to tell us. Right. You can also tell them. Uh, you could also text them if uh, if if we've got that. If you got it. If you've got our number. Yeah. You know, there's six. Text the question, and if we don't get back to you, listen to the next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it is. Zoe, do you have any questions uh, lined up in the app? I do. Okay. Jules, me, I'm run, says. Hi, Jules. Good to see you. Uh, asks, fuck, Mary, kill. Breakfast, Uh-oh. lunch, and dinner. Oh, no. This sounds like a question we would have done in the early episodes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast days. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, dude, what a layered question. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea of your answers? I think so. Go, because I, my heart is... So I would fuck breakfast. breakfast. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I would kill lunch and marry dinner. Hmm. I respect all of your... I respect all your... Thank you. Because you could literally have breakfast for any meal. Yes. It don't matter. So we're talking about the type of food, not the time of day where we eat it. Right. Because I've kind of done away with breakfast, trying mm-hmm. to do the intermittent fasting thing, which restrictive diet, I guess, never great. Mm-hmm. 
but I like not feeling full too early, but I love breakfast so much. Mm-hmm. I love breakfast so much, which makes me think I want to marry breakfast. Okay. I eat lunch because if I don't, I'll fall asleep at three o'clock uh-huh. and I don't want that. Right. And I love dinner. Dinner is special. You could have a fun time with dinner. You can go out and spend too much money on dinner. Mm-hmm. You could have dinner with friends. <laughs> so I think really... I'll fuck dinner. Yeah. Okay. Because it's so versatile. And if I was to yeet one thing out of my life, I think it would be lunch, I guess. I guess because I would hate to go to a diner at midnight and not be able to have a breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was hard, Jules. Thank you for helping us think and grow Mm -hmm. as people. I feel like it's the end of an episode of Full House and we've, we've really learned something about ourselves. Yeah. Feels nice. Anna Valla says. Hi, Anna. Good to see you. Uh, what's a funny little story from childhood that you remember randomly that makes you laugh? Um, I got one. Okay. Well, you had to have a good childhood to have stories. Okay. I'm out. See, (laughs) um, I, my dad, when I was really young, I was very into sports. My dad was very into sports and, um, he, I was also very into like action figures and wrestling figures mm-hmm. and best of both worlds. There were these things called starting lineup action mm-hmm. figures. Barely any of them are worth anything today. Mm-hmm. We got so many. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle had boxes of things that he was saving for years that he didn't take them out of the packages or, or whatever. And I don't think any of them are worth anything. Either that or... All that shit is starting starting to come around again. Like cards mm-hmm. were worth nothing forever mm-hmm. because they made too many. Mm-hmm. But now specific things are like fucking blown up. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're of the generation where they mass produced a lot of stuff and killed any of the value of it. Right. Take that, Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know about it? <laughs> what you know about creating yeah. waste? Um, our parents talk to our parents. So, um. I got these figures. Yes. And there's this figure of Ozzy Smith, maybe the greatest shortstop in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. St. Louis Cardinals used to do backflips on the field. Fucking Hall of Famer legend, Ozzy okay. Smith. My cousins used to come over and break my toys because they were rambunctious as fuck. And I was the oldest of my cousin generational friend group. Uh-huh. My parents had kids first. Yeah. So they would come over and break my stuff. And one day I just found Ozzy Smith's head. His small head. Just a small little baseball cap. St. Louis Cardinals. Ozzy Smith looking happy as could be. Little beard. And the body is nowhere to be found. I don't think we ever found the body. His arm maybe years later. My dad told my Uncle Vinny that story. And he laughed so hard. So it's been an inside joke forever. To the point where we saved his head. And we put it in a little like jewelry box mm-hmm. and we'll send it back and forth to each other. I don't know who it's has here. it right now. We have it it's right here now. It's here right now. I just don't know where. Yeah. So like I for Christmas one year, there. he sent us Ozzy Smith's head, his mm-hmm. tiny head in a jewelry box, like stuffed in the, where a ring would go. Yep. <laughs> and yep. it's terrifying and it's hilarious. But that is one of many uh, cute stories from my childhood. Yeah. I'm trying to think like. 
Zoya ate dirt and burned down a garage. Yeah. Eating dirt with Leon was fun. <laughs> he was on a, on the podcast one episode once. Yeah, he talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I pretended to get stuck in a tree once, mm. and my aunt was so pissed, and then I got my ass kicked for lying. You pretended to get stuck in a tree? Yeah. We That's used to have funny. A, we used to have like a weeping willow in the back. Yeah. <laughs> we would all climb it like all the time, and we had like an acre of... Ha- an acre and a half of land like in the back and when we first moved in it was so overgrown and i remember um we had uh my great uncle and uh his daughter came from yugoslavia and uh they ended up he had like this crazy like i don't even know what it, it would be called like a not a shank but like one of the Grim Reaper fucking... Oh, like a, like a sickle. Yeah. He yeah. had one of those. And I mean, he was like 80. And he let all the kids play with the sickle. <laughs> no, but he was like 80 and he was like going in and like cleaning that out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they ended up Like leaving. a branch trimmer probably. Because yeah. they're kind of shaped the same way. And then you... No, the, I'm talking about the acre and a half of land. It, the grass was like probably like four or five feet tall. Uh-huh. And he was like this little tiny old old man. Like he was just like, <laughs> but he was like fucking going at it, right? And there were all kinds of like bees' nests, hornets' nests, <laughs> like, and they didn't care. They would like fucking down and, <laughs> and, But they wouldn't bother him either. Yeah, you know, like I think he just wasn't afraid. His you heart know? rate was so slow that yeah. they wouldn't tip him off. Yeah, basically. So you know, he he went in like they left the the. Um, the weeping willow and we were able to climb it and there, but there was this one spot in like that first landing, like where the, where the branches branch off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like kind of crooked and it came down into a V and I just like thought that my foot was like pretended like my foot was stuck. Yeah. My cousin like went and grabbed my aunt and I pretended like I was stuck. <laughs> what did you do? You remember what you said? I was like, I can't get my foot out. I can't get my foot out. And she was like, what the hell? She was like, okay, let's try and take your your shoe off. She didn't really speak that much English. Yeah. Not until we got a little bit older and then she got more comfortable speaking English. Right. But, um, but yeah, she, and I used to go on walks. So the old man that I'm talking about, his name, we called him Mija and it was like, you know, great uncle. And Mija and I would go for a walk every day after school. That's nice. And he used to walk with his hands behind his back. Just strolling? That's a stroll. Yeah, and you would just like walk along and we would walk until like where we were, where we lived at the time. Is Washington? No, it was in in Michigan, in Troy. Uh, And we would walk down um, West Long Lake, for those of you that live or know Troy at all. Shout out one time. Uh, And, but there was like a a point where the the sidewalk would end and it was like wooded and then it was like a subdivision, like a... A street like a house like where like a call yeah 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 and uh and we also used to do that and he used to roll his own cigarettes tight yeah what a relaxing thing mm-hmm. not to promote anything yeah but um it's a relaxing little puzzle to put together before yeah. it's like part of the process he used to sit on the floor and he would keep all of his stuff in his bottom drawer mm-hmm. and then he would roll like cigarettes for the next couple of days. I was going to say, would he roll like a Tupperware container like Nana? Like Nana does? No. So cool to see. And they're all yeah. like uniform uh-huh. and shit like that. Yeah. 
all facing the same way. So cool to yeah. have um, family members that are from like a drastically different time and mm-hmm. generation and the cultural yeah, upbringing. Well, when Misha came, he was like, a, he was fleeing the war. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a, I want to say it was 1990. Yeah, I think it was right before Teresa was born or right after Teresa was born. You had a lot of like tough skin upbringing stuff. You had a lot of people, like a lot of tough um, uh, role models or not even role models, but like people around you mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. When did you first, you're, you know how you have this reputation as being like a <laughs> take no shit yeah. badass person? Yeah. When do you remember... In like childhood, where that came from? Um, I think we moved around a lot. Um, we moved so many. I think I've moved like thirty-eight times in my entire life. Damn, like player. it's it's crazy. Like a military kid. And um, and I I think that you know when you move and have gone to like seven different elementary schools three different middle schools, two different high schools. Like it was, it was a lot, you know? And, uh, I think that when you're the new kid, like that was where it kind of happened, you know? No one, no one takes someone who comes in halfway through the year and like picks them as their friend. Right. they, They already got their friends. And what was nice is that like whenever we would move a school, like we would kind of figure out like are we all at recess together, you know? And then if we were, we, <laughs> we would just be together for the rest of the, for all of recess and then go back inside or whatever, you I know? I thought you were going to say, and if we were, we would pick some kid at random. No. And beat the shit out of him. We were always like, we, we didn't, we didn't start <clears throat> shit, but we finished it, uh-huh. you know? Of course. Um, but we got picked on a lot in middle school when we first moved to Connecticut. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Never never started shit never started shit until never started serious shit mm-hmm. but never even picked on anyone unprovoked mm-hmm. until like junior senior year yeah because yeah. it got so bad during certain years mm-hmm. that like you would just flip over to the other mm-hmm. side and be like now everybody yeah gets it get regardless it. Yeah. of like how you're coming at yeah. me yeah because i remember and tell me if if any of your like moves went like this, but I remember being younger and being an only child. So my interaction with other people would be at school, Mm -hmm. but they had like brothers and they had like neighborhood kids. Mm -hmm. I lived in a neighborhood that like didn't have a ton of kids or they were out of my age range or whatever. So I didn't have a lot of interaction with other kids. So I would be very like open and very nice. And as soon as people start taking advantage of that, or you figure out like somebody's talking behind your back, then it's over for everyone. Right. Like, Oh, I was right the entire time. I should have just stayed by myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the, and that's where getting everybody Mm -hmm. comes from is not wanting to open yourself up to, get hurt by other people first. Mm -hmm. We tried to always like, um, take like all the kids that got made fun of. We tried to always take those kids under our wing because we'd kick your ass on the fucking playground, you know? (laughs) Cause going back to that, there was 17 people in one house in the early nineties when like my Mija and his daughter came Mm -hmm. and 
he was the best. Like he was awesome. But at that, in 1990, there were literally were 17 people. And then we had company all the time. People would just come spend the night at random. My cousins would come in from Australia. They spent winters with us sometimes because they're, it's, that's their summer. Mm -hmm. So they would come and spend Christmas and whatever with us and that was it. Movo is not enough room on the couch. We need to get some more cuts downstairs. <laughs> Does anybody have a pile of t-shirts I could lay out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it was, it was wild. It was, I mean, there were people always at the house. Always. Yeah. So, you know. So it was just gradual. Yeah. It's like you figure out, you don't, you don't take any shit because you're surrounded by people. No time. Right. No time to take yeah. shit. Nice. What's That's the next crazy. question? Uh, by Justine, time for March. Says, if you had a nameplate on your desk, what would you want it to say? Can I tell you my first honest to God thought? I'm going to tell you mine. My first honest to God thought was, I don't want that taking up any room on my desk. Mine, I don't want too much shit on my desk. Mine was stop talking and get the fuck out of my <laughs> office. <laughs> I'm going to get you that. Yeah. I wish we had a... Dude, there's... You know how people put furniture on the side of the street? Yeah. Bad furniture? There's a dilapidated uh, office desk on our uh, on our street right now. After this, we should go take a, a picture uh -huh. outside and you could put... You could Photoshop in. Yeah. Uh, Justine could do it. She's good at Photoshop. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> That's great. I wonder how I much that I can't do it, cost. actually. I don't know how to do that, any of that. <laughs> why'd you say you could do it i don't know because <laughs> you i'm sure you could figure it out yeah but who wants that who wants to take time doing that i don't need you to got do other that. shit yeah to do. i'm busy <laughs> uh lexi turn the beat around says what is a grown-up thing that makes you happy i got a new washing machine with wi-fi what what the fuck that's kind of tight what do you how what do you does it fucking switch loads for you? <laughs> Does the washer turn into a dryer? Does that exist? I don't know. It should. I feel like we're there. Two separate machines. We were promised jetpacks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Flying cars. What does it do? What does it do that it you can do? It probably tells you. It just tells you when it's done? Probably. That's fine. Yeah. Like there's fridges. With Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. What do those do? Text you that you're low on milk. Does it? I don't know. Scanning milk. Almond. Your carton milk is low. Dude, weird. Replenish. That reminds me of that Star Trek game that we were playing in VR last night. Yeah. Very dorky, but very funny. Very funny to try to do a serious space mission with people who... Have never taken anything seriously. Either. Very, very <laughs> funny. But that's like the refrigerator and washer dryer command center. Yeah. Scanning so, almonds. Bread. 20% mold on bread. Ugh. Ew, that just made me want to throw up. Do you pick so, the mold off ugh, and still make a no, sandwich? You don't do that? No, don't. Whatever, I'm, man. That's how you get antibodies, player. I got shaky stomach right now. Please don't. Um, what is a grown-up thing that makes you happy? Sexual intercourse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. So, um, honestly, getting my car cleaned. 
or having a clean house. You were supposed to do that. I was, but there's, a, that's not going to happen. Not, not your car's week. disgusting. Your car's disgusting. No, it's not. That's the, that's the only thing is if we're talking about the truth, it's not. Um, I'm trying to think of another thing. Can I consider being able to pick up and go fucking anywhere you want to go? A mm-hmm. very adult thing. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, I remember I was nervous to make big, long trips and road trips without an adult, you know? And that was a big part of, uh, when you start taking trips with your friends and stuff, I think that's the coolest. Even if you just fucking go by yourself. We have a friend who just went to San Diego by herself just to be by herself for a yeah, couple man. days. Sometimes you need that. That's awesome, yeah. dude. It's so odd. This is why I miss being on tour so much aside from the obvious mm-hmm. and, and money and seeing people and having fun was that I would go to all these places, especially when you weren't with me. It's a whole different fucking awesome world when you're with me. Uh-huh. But when I'm by myself, I get up and I'm like, I don't know where the fucking Portland I am right now. I've never been to this side of the town before. So I go find a place to have breakfast mm-hmm. and I go find a place to have lunch mm-hmm. and I fucking sit down in this park or I go take pictures over here and you're just seeing new shit. Yeah. And it's somebody else's like common. I've seen this every day. This doesn't even exist to me anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything is all new for you and you right. create new wrinkles in your brain and you fucking get different experiences to yeah. draw from yeah. in your future. Cause you've been like unknowingly walking around this area it's like, you ever play World of Warcraft when you were real little on CD-ROM? Of course not. Or Command and Conquer. I remember, th- it's like you control little armies, right? So it's this like bird's eye view. Uh-huh. And you, you click on your little army guy and that's your commander. And you're like, build a base over here, right? Okay. But when you first start, you have your little army. It's maybe like six guys. Mm-hmm. And you're on this big map. But everything is dark except for the right area around, around you. your guys. Right. And, you have and to... as you send your little scouts out, there's more area that like gets uncovered. And that's what traveling by yourself feels like to me. That's pretty good. The end. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Troy asks, when was the la- when's the last time you both got dressed up and dapper for the same reason? Years ago. No. When was the last time we got dressed up? Last January for a wedding. Whose wedding was that? Was that John? Nick. Okay. Yeah. Was that January? Yeah. January. Not April. last January. Yeah. Because last January wasn't January it COVID times? No. Not yet. It started March. March. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. March 12th was when they announced the lockdown here in LA. I remember when they announced. I remember my last show was at the Dojo of Comedy on, was that, Sunset? On Sycamore Tavern, upstairs at the Sycamore Tavern. Almost no one there. Mm -hmm. And I was downstairs at the bar. Almost no one at the bar. Because this was during times where, like, we know people are getting sick. We know it's something. So half the people just, like, worn out. And then the other half of the people were, like, either hadn't heard about it yet or whatever. Right. And I was sitting downstairs, and I was at the bar, and I was waiting to go upstairs, and I was watching the TV and they were playing nonstop American Gladiators. And that's my last before lockdown memory. I was like, I took a picture of the TV and I was like, I can't believe they're fucking playing American Gladiators. This is crazy. <laughs> and that's my last. And then we were inside for a year. Yeah. That was the last time I saw American Gladiators too. Yeah. 
I was all dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time you were real dapper and you stepped inside a cage shaped into a ball and rolled it into your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was fun. We went with, we went to the wedding with your parents Uh huh. and it's, what's, it's always fun. Like family friend weddings, you know? Yeah. When you're, when you go around your mom and dad's friends uh-huh. and they start treating each other like friends yeah. and you're like, I'm old enough to understand all the jokes. Yeah. Now. Yeah. That's nice. And we sat with like a lot of your mom's old coworkers. Yeah. That was fun. And everyone speaking of international woman's time. My mom is the most, <sighs> I would love, she'll never do it, but I would love to have a conversation with her on, the on this one day. I think she would. I don't, I'm not so sure. I think she would. It would have to be sweet and short and you would have to like know. Exactly. Terse yeah. and right. Yes. And, but she's so fucking cool. And she was talking about like, I don't want to say her words, but she, uh, she would talk about how she was like, everyone thought she was like really calm and reserved for like a long time because mm-hmm. outwardly she didn't know you she didn't what do i have to yeah she didn't i don't have, have anything to, yeah. to say to you really. right i love your mom and so she's much. just like she gets everything done and she's everyone's problem solver mm-hmm. and she has she's not quiet because she's not she doesn't have the thoughts mm-hmm. she has all these thoughts and they're better than everyone's. And if something weird or off-putting happens, she has the funniest, most logical response to mm-hmm. that. But she keeps it in here. She's like, I know. Why does everybody yeah. else have to know? Yeah. I know. Oh my God, if I somebody asks me, I'll tell them. Yeah. But other than that, my mind's made up and I'm right. And she is. Yeah. And I've never... I'm sure it's happened because she's a human being, mm-hmm. but I've never known my mom to be like... <laughs> Yeah, I was totally off about that. I was yeah. totally wrong. Because yeah. she's just not. Yeah. The thing is, I think you have to admit you're wrong more when you're so out, when you pour out your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if you keep them all in until you're sure, you really have nothing to apologize about. Right. Right. There's probably some holes in that logic because my, I made it. But My favorite is when... Is, I know exactly when we've been together and it's just like she's close enough to you <laughs> and something happens and then she just says it just loud enough so that you could hear it. But she doesn't. Sorry. Go ahead. And it's so fucking good. And it's always the best thing to hear. The best. It's the best, most poignant, tersest, mm-hmm. most comment. <laughs> and she doesn't whisper it. And she doesn't position herself in a way where it's like, yeah, no. there's no need for this no. hand when you put your hand up to your mouth and you're like, get a load of this guy. Hey, hey. There's no need for this hand no. because it's for everyone who could hear it. Mm-hmm. And she just says something and it's perfect volume. Mm-hmm. And it's the funniest thing that you yeah. could say in that moment. And it normally comes with a little giggle that she, she's she got <laughs> like, she's so fucking cute. I, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with your parents. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Dev asks, fries or wedges? Burger King fries. Oh, fuck Top King. notch. I'm going to say fries. <laughs> wedges are such a treat, dude. Wedges are good with a steak. <laughs> That's the only time. Frites. Mm-hmm. Are those frites? Mm-hmm. Wedges are so good. I love a wedge. 
I, me and my dad would go to KFC and we'd get wedges. I know I probably told this during the KFC mm-hmm. times earlier last year, but wedges are a goddamn treat, but fries are always your friend. Wedges are the friends that you, you, you see them every once in a while, but you pick up right where you left off. That's wedges. Yeah. Fries are the ones that are like, what are we doing tonight? Right. What, last night was fun. What are we doing tonight? I like that. I like that analogy. Um, this is a good episode, by the way. Should, I think I, I feel like we should end it on this question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hit me with it. It's uh, it's a bit inappropriate, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The guy with long hair asks, "Is it worse to get caught or to catch a parent jerking off?" A parent? It's worse to catch your parent. I would imagine it's worse to catch your parent. Yowza! Remember that Chris Hansen show, "How to Catch Your Parent." My mom once found my brother's porn <laughs> yeah. magazine. Hey, let me tell you something. If you're a girl, if you're a chick, not to say chick on National Women's Times, okay. but you probably have almost no idea what it's like be- to get caught <laughs> in an embarrassing sexual time. Yeah. Because from a younger age, you just have more self-awareness. Mm. I'm, I'm, this is a lot of assumption. But, I, I mean, prove me wrong, right? Girls, please tell me every time you got caught out, or don't fucking, you know, no details, but tell me if you've been caught out doing something sexual. Because I think girls are just more careful about it. And boys have this thing where we just think we're never going to get, we, we, we think, we do all this shit like our dads haven't already done I made all the mistakes. <laughs> so when you're making a mistake, your parents know exactly what you're doing. Right. I remember one time getting caught looking at porn was like no big Damn. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom was like, fucking, you got got. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. And she was like, uh, she taught me a lot of valuable lessons about that. <laughs> she fucked my head up forever because she was like, one time she found my search history and she was like, just know that I'll always know. Yeah. And that was enough. Yeah. That is a perfect example of my mom saying only the most perfect amount of words to change my life forever. Right. She was like, just so you know, you do whatever you want, but I'll always know. Yeah. Imagine having that in your head anytime you do something for ever. That's funny. (laughs) I don't know. I think my mom was a little bit shocked, you know, to like find that. Because I don't know that my mom's ever seen anything like that. You know, my mom, I mean, I'm sure now she has, obviously. But, like, my mom's, like, super, you know, just super reserved. Like, doesn't, you know, she mm-hmm. didn't, that wasn't her thing, you know? Like, yes. It has nothing to do she with was taking care kids. of business. Yeah. Like, she was raising <laughs> kids when she was a kid, had her own kids. She's all, She's always been around kids. You know what I mean? Yes. So... Um, you know what you have to do before kids? No disrespect. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so, done talking this episode. Uh, so she found them, but he had cut the, you know, like the, 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 um, the fabric on your box spring. Yes. What he, is that, by the way? I, I don't even know. It's like some type of like meshy, like, it's like you know, fucking clothy. the thing they like cheesecloth. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just the thicker cheesecloth. Yes. Um, Gross to say cheesecloth. And my brother, my mom was cleaning under my brother's bed. Uh-oh. And 
he had cut that fabric and was Kinda hiding smart. his nudie mags in there. Yeah. And my, I think, I don't know that my mom was more upset about finding those because she obviously thought that that's, that's disgusting, yeah. you know? And my aunt D was like, do not say anything to him. Do not say anything. And she was like, that's my son. I'm going to fucking kick his ass. But he's also a boy in Around. a house of a thousand women. Yes. And then uh, I don't know that she was more mad about that or that he ruined the underneath part of the the box spring by cutting it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So. But it's so hard to hide shit. Yeah. You know, we had to like bury shit in the woods. And then I just, I have this whole bit in my stand up about how I had this Velcro uh, wallet when I was little and I had a, um, like a, a page that was ripped out of a porno magazine folded up Mm -hmm. in the black and white picture in my wallet and my mom found it because i would just leave my fucking wallet in my pants mm-hmm. and my mom being like okay maybe it has a dollar in here yeah and so i'll Taking save it. it yeah you know she obviously took it out and saw it and she left it out on the kitchen table one day and i came home and i was like i don't remember leaving this here this is a weird place to leave <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's supposed to be on the kitchen table and she was like um this isn't what regular women look like and i said uh I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> oh, why don't you tell us about Patreon? Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. So if you'd like to support us or the show monetarily, you can go to Patreon.com. You sign up for one of the tiers and you get things that we talked about before. You get full episodes of the podcast video episodes. You can see what we look like when we talk about our parents and sex at the same time. You can look into our old you can see what our set looks like you can see that we have a neon uh, uh, welcome to our podcast sign mm-hmm. you can see the things that we have a tiny chef and I don't want to no more spoilers um, every member of the Patreon gets that every member of the Patreon gets access to the discord it's just community of fucking awesome people share their art and their stories and their experiences and they're fun they're fun. So many other things. And uh, our ten dollar group gets a shout out. For fifty dollars, you get advertise something on the podcast. For a hundred dollars, you move in with us for a week. No, I'm sorry. No, uh, our ten dollar group, like we said, gets a shout out, and that goes a little something like this: uh, Desiree Watson, Ali, Billy Martinez, Mitra Cam, and Taro ba- Baez, uh, Justin Batdorf, uh, Ivi- Iviana. Cross, cross my cup. No. And no. Somerville, Samerville. Uh, in our short years, we become, we come long way. I still like it. Chris Fernandez, Burrow Babes, Jacob Dent, uh, Johnny Rosito, handcra- handcrafted neckwear, CCPB and J, uh, Reese Carnes, Stevie, Adam Pants, uh, Pants After Socks. Um, Gabe Earnhardt like the famous pilot Earnhardt uh, and Adam Sharnow uh, Chili Filson Emily Paget, Oh Shit It's Steph Giant Tom Hanks Lizzie Love Gavin, uh, Gavin Welsh Crossed Up Aaron Aaron Gayer Yuck Nasty Emily Buck. Why'd you pause tomato, for so long? I, I'm you not, said gayer. I, I don't. 
G-E-Y-E-R? G-E-Y-E-R. Gear? G-E-Y. That's gay. E-R. Gear. Gear. Yuck Nasty, Why'd Emily you grow Buck, up, Tomato Squeezer, uh, Jackie Hammond, Paige Jansen, um, Nice Firm Handshake, The Guy With Long Hair, uh, Jamie Blair, Christopher Cronson, Happy Birthday Chris, Anna Vallis, Happy Birthday Chris, uh, Oops Just Dale, uh, Jason Perryman, Benjamin Putz, Marcus Oreo, Justin Crockett, Matthew Creason, Lexi Parlier, Marquise Cruz, uh, I am Beth, and don't you Beth it. Don't you for Beth it. I mean, the evolution of it. Snuggle Pig H, <laughs> Shaylin O'Mara, Ryan Ashbrook, Taylor, Christina Camille, Nils Nyquist, Belinda Allen, Jonathan E. Sleepy Boy, Kadah, uh, Josh Steppen, Michael Johnson, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcox, uh, Kyla Johnson, Johnston. Ed Herrera, Benjamin Jules. Okay, it's actually Faith, but... <laughs> Showing up several times. But remember that one time Zoya said Beth. Grant Levisier, Chad Clark, Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Katie Taylor, Zoya's number one fan. Shane Welsh, Jacob Alvey, Siobhan Fenty, Ivan Canoe, Good Humans Pod, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCurry, Magnus Silva, Joe, uh, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, Chelsea Thomas, Bryden Cloughsmith, Logan Snyder, Daniello Sinclair Jr., Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, Superflaus, Tatana Clay, <laughs> uh, Danielle Di Verona, uh, John Robinson, Katie A, Sean Stone, Valerie York, uh, Scott Harrington, Wu Wang Too Fat, <laughs> Wang Too Fat, Type, <laughs> Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob DeVoe. David, Don Bjor, uh, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Luis Hernandez, Troy R., Felicia Shamberry, and Matthew J. Palka. Thank you, you guys all so Thank much you. for your love and support. I hope that we're doing you right by this show. Get it right. Get it tight. We've been busy, but we love our time together, mm -hmm. and we love to share our time together uh, with you in mm -hmm. this special hour that we have. Yes. Every week to talk to each other, yes. our life, our lives are, we're entering the part of our lives where the light is at the end of the tunnel and we're following the light. It's getting there. And it's getting there and we're having a great time and we hope that that comes across and that it maybe lights a spark for you to have a good time mm -hmm. or help you continue to have a good time because we all deserve to have a good time, don't we? Now I'll let we you guys do. answer. Yes. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Again, everything uh, Mike Falzone, you can find on MikeFalzone.com. Um, uh, the link will be down below for anything that you can buy from him too. Yes. You guys, thanks so much. We're going to try to do a Mike in the morning. This, it may not be tomorrow, but I will hope that it is. Maybe we could do it. Uh, if not, 
It'll be sometime this week. Um, follow on TikTok. Mike Falzone Comedy on TikTok. I'm the world's fir- first TikToker. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've had to pee for like 30 go, minutes. Go, 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 go. I just want to thank you guys so much. I think you're having a great time. <laughs> thank you guys for having... See what happens when Zoe leaves? I fall apart. No, I was just trying to remember if I had anything specific to tell you guys to um to watch dude i feel like it's not gonna be too long until i don't want to get too excited because i've spent a year of not getting too too excited but i I feel like it won't be too long until i'm like fucking come meet us in um chicago or something like that where we could have a show inside 50 percent capacity or something come bring your vaccine and uh and come watch a show and i don't want to get my hopes up too much but inevitably, we will be able to do shows again, and we will be able to talk about our live dates. Talking? Nope. Thank you guys so much. I love you so much. You guys, bye.